Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Conversations with the Fit Priest. <laughs> Today, <laughs> today's topic, hmm. please, if you are wearing wig, you can help me to remove it. If you are wearing shades, enter your room and help off me it. To... <laughs> off it, off it, off the shades, not remove it. If you are standing, have a seat <laughs> and kick back and listen. <laughs> have some cold water beside you. Because you'll be testy. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Josh. Hi, So, Josh so needs nice no introduction okay. on this podcast, right? I think, like, we need to stop introducing you. Half, half. All right. So, today's topic is why do you want marriage? Yes. What is your driving force to be married? Mm. Why do you want to get married? What's the reason? Yeah. And then when I asked this question on Twitter last week, mm. there were so many answers like, oh, I want I want companionship, huh? I want to know fulfill purpose. Mm-hmm. There's one particular answer that struck me yeah. and it was um I've been created to be a help me, so I want to be I want to fulfill purpose in that. I'm just like what? Ah, eh, 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 eh. What eh, if you don't do this podcast ceremony I've offended God? You've offended people. Like <laughs> Because what when I when I saw that when I saw that when I saw that answer, I wanted to DM her. I promise you, like I, and I'm just like, no. And I'm really like, you know, God, I'm going to practice restraints in this, and I'm just going Come to wait on, because Come on, it means that there's so much that, we need to that needs to be unlearned. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. so much that needs to be learned, mm-hmm. and I think that. One of the reasons why I'll be running away from this podcast is, first of all, the backlash that is going to come from it, and it's going to be from Christians. Mm-hmm. And second of all, the why are you speaking on this topic? It's not like you're married, anyways. And I've gotten so much of that. Like it's so weird, but like every time that I drop like one of these threads, I like there are people who actually send me DMs. Yeah. Like, but well, I, I thought you were single, and I'm like, eh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, don't be angry. You know, the, the weird part is that your position, the position you are in, brings a lot of these people who have issues yeah. to you. So you know, like, you can know these things. Like, you like, can learn about these things. Jonathan, and, and like, I feel like the one, I think the one that someone told me is um, how I feel like you're exhibiting wisdom that's not for your age. <laughs> and I'm just like, when God is involved, is there really an age? There isn't. For like wisdom? There isn't. There isn't. There isn't. There really isn't. Anyway. So, yeah. Anyways, what we're starting with is um, the intention for marriage in the first place. Like, yeah. What was the intention for marriage first? Well, I want to hear your thoughts. The intention of marriage is to mirror the relationship between Christ and his church. Mm. Let's Point see this blank. podcast here. It's okay. <laughs> <Point> <laughs> we can go. You know what? I've said something here. I've said something and I've gotten into trouble for it, but I stand by what I'm saying. Yeah, what's because that? I've said any marriage does not have Christ at the center of it yeah. is not a fulfilling marriage. Mm. Forget like the kind of people who can be cordial with each other. Yeah. People who don't know Christ can be cordial with, with each other in their marriage and all of that. But yeah. what marriage has been made to be, the potential yeah. has been made to be, you can never reach it without yeah. the love of Christ. Because yeah. the idea of marriage is not 50-50, like we said before when yeah. we were just talking. Yeah. It's 100-100. Yeah. And there is no example of 100-100 yeah. 
in this world apart from Christ and the love that he teaches. Do you understand? Because while we're yet sinners, Christ died for like he went out of his way investing when we did not even care about him. Mm. Loving the greatest act of love, fulfilling the greatest act of love when we no, think about it. Nobody even his closest disciples ran away. Like do you understand? Like they deserted him. Yeah. So nobody was worth it. Yeah. Do you understand? So yeah. That's that's the intent of marriage in itself. And I also think um I think the next question that will now come up is oh okay if you say that then how about people that are not believers that have long marriages and like um what I've I've learned in like all the um what's the word? Should I call it research or reading mm. that I've done is how that there are some people who actually aren't Christians, right? Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. had marriages that have lasted really long. Mm-hmm. And every time that you look at it, right? Sometimes it's two people who... You see how, like, the story in the Bible, how, like, oh, some... I can't remember who it was that, oh, he was good and he was kind, but his family still did not, like, believe in Christ. So God had sent... I think, was it Paul? Yeah. Was it Paul? Do you remember yes. the story? Um, it was Cornelius. He was God a has, good person. God had sent, like, Paul to, God, like... God sent, like... An angel appeared to him yeah. and told him to send for Peter so yeah. that you hear yeah. words by Thank which you very much. Saved. It's Peter, sorry. Yeah. It was a pinning. Yeah. But yeah, like, so that's that situation. Like, if you expand it into a marriage, there are people that are in actual good marriages that actually exemplify love, right? Mm-hmm. But they might not believe in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And then it now brings the question of, oh, how did they understand love? Like, if you there was something I was listening to Will Smith talk about, right? Mm-hmm. And we all know that Will Smith hasn't like come out and say oh, he's a Christian or mm-hmm. but there are people that actually do understand what it is. Mm-hmm. And there was something he said where he said, People get married and jump into love and think that oh love is about me and fulfilling my own reason. Yeah. And Will Smith has said that it's literally putting down a cushion for someone else to take flight. Yeah. And that was so deep for me because mm-hmm. that's literally what like like literally marriage is until you get to the point where you understand that I want to give love to somebody like so much from the point that Jesus does that it causes them to actually bloom and yeah. take flight yeah. until that's why you want to get until the reason behind the marriage condition is someone else it's don't not do it. don't do it don't do it like don't you will it. not you will not it's different it's, it's one thing to know okay this is what love is meant to be yeah is another thing to be empowered to do it yeah and that's who believers are yeah because we have christ lives within us yeah. and he expresses yeah. himself through us mm-hmm. so our first like for for instance the time i came home and was really hungry right mm-hmm. and then my wife was asking me because i was supposed to travel in the she was asking me about some what box will we use and i'm the first thing that came to mind was to can't you see I'm hungry? Mm. I need to eat. Why are you asking me about? But then I realized that that's not love. So I passed it through the filter of who I've been made to be in Christ. Yeah. And what came out was, oh babe, um, I don't know which box you can you can use. Maybe you can use another box. Is she just asking a question? She's not strangling it's me. Not After we have done, okay, can I? Can we? Let's. We need to find something to eat or something. It's, 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 it's actually not fight. So, <laughs> if if our first nature as human beings, selfish as we are. Is to just try and cause a, an issue mm. and selfish. But once we've been empowered by Christ to exemplify the love that He gives, it's just going to make the marriage very beautiful, very awesome. Because it's easy for us to now choose the path that we have seen in Christ. We have an example mm-hmm. in Christ. 
think about it christ was such a humble person like man this is the god he's the god of the universe the one who created everything and he was washing disciples yes yes do you understand yes he came and he was fat on he was crucified by the same people he made like on a tree that he created do you understand what how how humble and how loving that is for him to say if by the roll of an of his eyes or by the lift of his pinky finger Mm -hmm. angels would have stooped down and killed everybody he had that much power but he forwent that power because of love that's 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 real strength and that's the strength we have So um another thing that now comes into play is oh um but but they say we have to marry. <clears throat> My first question is who said <laughs> who actually said this thing? Because if you and this is one of the things that actually like gets like it gets to me, like it hurts me when people say this thing because if you actually were to open the Bible for yourself, there's no place that says you must marry. You, do you understand? Like even when Paul was talking about it, Paul in, wasn't married. Jesus Christ wasn't married. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse thirty-two to thirty-five. He said, "I wish that all were m- were as myself, yeah. unmarried, but each has his own gift from God, yeah. one of one kind and one of another." Yeah. So, as, as, where is the place where they say people should marry by you force? Marry. People should show me this thing because it's. <laughs> And another a problem that we have is the the idea in some religious settings that anybody who isn't married is not fulfilling purpose. And someone visit you, <laughs> please. Someone visit <laughs> you, and they said the pastor said, um, it is not good for man. God said it's not good for man to be alone. So if you're single, you're sinning. Uh-uh. You're a sinner if you're single. Uh-uh. I say, hey. Hey, which revelation is this one? So Paul, Paul that wrote two thirds, more than two thirds of the New Testament. In fact, we can say we can literally say half of the New Testament was not married. So you said Paul is a sinner. Come on, guys. And then like another thing is like when they say oh to fulfill purpose. <laughs> this one is the table that people are gonna fall from <laughs> because the first thing I want to say is that. You can fulfill purpose with a marriage. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you can, you can, you can walk in the fullness of purpose. Yeah. Without a marriage, yeah. and if you are one of these people that think that oh, to to when you get married, that's when I'm here to tell you that this thing is not true. It's not true. First and foremost, you have to even know your purpose before you choose a life. Can you plan. help me? Because if you don't, for instance, increase the volume. For instance, a, a pastor wants to be a pastor. Yeah. He has, he knows his purpose is going to be a yeah. pastor. Yeah. It will inform his choice of a wife because not everybody can do the not everybody can pastor's be, wife exactly. thing. Not everybody, not everybody can, everybody can function, in can function in that role. role. So you have to know your purpose before you even choose a life partner because it will lead you in that direction. It can help you go in that direction. I can't be going to Joss and then somebody that is going to Bono when I say, okay, let's go together. <laughs> it's not going to work. Do you understand? It's not yeah. going to work. We have to be going at the same, to the same place, yeah. to the same yeah. destination and then we join together and then if we get there quicker and more in a more powerful state. And really, stuff. like, what, what, what is purpose? Basically, like, is to know God and to make Him. Work. Simple. That's purpose. That's purpose. Now, how you function 
in that knowledge mm-hmm. is what differs from person to person. Yes, exactly. For example, knowing God and making Him known. Okay, like what I do, like the threads that I write, and yes, the podcast yes, that I make, and yeah. emotional intelligence and all of that. Yes. At the end of the day, the core of it is the way that I even teach love and relationships comes from the knowledge of Christ's yes. love. And what's like he wants relationships to be. Yes. And as you're teaching it, you're making him known. Exactly. So like like, how you function in purpose Mm -hmm. differs from person to person. Now, if I'm going to get married, I'm not going to marry somebody who thinks that "Ah, well Tell people have their own relationship problem, Jare. Yeah. Mm, you don't need to be. I, I'm not about to. Uh, excuse no, me. The no, no. is not. You're they, going to stiffen me. The work they sent me. Huh. I can't help you to. You can't help me to help me. To yes. help you. To help yes. God. If anybody understands what you But yeah, like, you cannot marry somebody who is the complete opposite. opposite. Of where you're headed, like it's not going to there's work. this thing that I was telling Josh. There's a video that Josh made with his wife, a YouTube video. I can't remember the title of it, but in that it was it talked about connecting purpose. Mm. And I remember texting Josh. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, I remember that day. I'm like, oh my god, Josh. You know, like a couple of months ago, like I was praying right, and literally like the Holy Spirit. I said like. I was asking a question about like, oh God, like marriage and all that. And God has, uh, the Holy Spirit told me like, connecting purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there has to be a connecting purpose between yeah. two of you. Yeah. And I told Josh like, when I first heard that thing, I thought maybe like, if the person is a banker, like my work have to like relate in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny why I don't even, I don't like. It's so funny how I thought that. But then when I was watching that video, literally like that same thing, that same conversation, I dropped mm. into my head, and he's like, and literally voice goes, "Now do you understand?" I'm like, light bulb. Do you understand? Because it now became clear how like the connecting purpose that he meant was what it is you are doing for the kingdom. Yes. Whoever it is that you marry, even if it's not exactly the same, there has to be a meeting Mix, point yeah, between yeah, both things. Yeah, yeah. So let's say like somebody who I know is, oh my God, he's really into giving. He wants to be able to like give people mm-hmm. money, help, education, all of that. And I do what I do. Mm-hmm. I still give. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm into giving, still pouring into people, making mm-hmm. people better. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that he wants to do, so right? It's, it's so maybe I even have, I even have like if a, a place where oh, I finally, eventually, I want to be able to like take care of orphans and all of that. Mm-hmm. And he's in there's the same, some the connection exactly, exactly in exactly. what we are doing. Like, so purpose people, is joined. The idea of getting married, having kids, buying a house, accumulating wealth. It's also it's so it's, it's so it's boring. Nice. It's, it's nice. so bo- like w- what next? Okay, you get married. What next? You have kids. What next? You build your house. What next? You move to your house. And what was, next? You I have was telling, I was holidays. Telling someone, you retire. I was telling someone it's like nothing there. The basic purpose of marriage was to show up and be able to give yourself to the point where someone else will look at that marriage and find Christ so much mm-hmm. that they will search for Him on their own. On the, exactly. That's literal. That, that's that's literally, literally what marriage yeah, is yeah. like. If your marriage does not cause somebody to, what type of love is even this? How can somebody love somebody like, like this? This love is too much. It's a lie. What caused it? Huh. If your marriage hasn't caused somebody to question that, like, like literally, like, and I'm so thankful for the circles that I'm in, mm-hmm. like, because everybody that I know that is married, like, I was telling you about like my other married friend, like, every time we have a conversation, <laughs> <laughs> we have a conversation with Kyle, they say, ah. Oh, 
let me take my notes <laughs> i need to write this <laughs> and there are literally times that it's so weird like sometimes when he's up working he can text you and be like auntie what are you doing mm-hmm. nothing no oh yeah we are not this down. Let's talk. Yeah. I'm like, God. And then it's so annoying. I'm like, can I rest? You, you believe I can rest? Mm-hmm. But like, a lot of times, like those conversations have birthed so much. Like, it's so much knowledge, and I'm just like, every single time that he talks about his marriage, it's like, God, this love thing. I want it in my life. You see it? Ah. If I don't become this type of love, no, I'm not doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing; it should cause you to want to become that first mm-hmm. before you seek out somebody who is actually yeah, you. You you cannot give what you don't have, fam. If you don't have the love of Preach Christ, you can't give it to the choir. You really cannot give it, and that's what it requires. Okay, let's take this example. Paul says, "Wives love your husbands as Christ love as as." Wife well, submit husband, unto yeah. your husband as unto the Lord, right? Yeah. And that says, husband, love yeah. your wives yeah. as Christ loved the church and gave himself yeah. her. Now, people have used that and twisted it to say wives must submit. Mm. They've forgotten what he's told men to do. Do you know what? Wait, do you know what it means? Oh. Wait, 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 wait oh. please. Do you know what it means oh. to love somebody as Christ loved the church? Because oh. when you make a mistake, does Christ shout on you? Nope. Does Christ ridicule you? Nope. Doesn't Christ, he has provided forgiveness before you even make the mistake? Ah, he died for so it's saying I bought comfortable yet. It's because. saying that it's saying it, guys have have the heavier burden to you love understand. than women do. See oh, now God. That, now Paul said they should submit. Women should submit as unto the Lord. So the only man a woman will submit to is somebody who is already submitted to Jesus Christ. And he said, can we? Can we please? Finish. Can we? Can Finish. we please? That's the only you person. Me. That's the only person a woman can submit to who is exhibiting the love of Christ. Because he says submit as unto the Lord. So the woman knows the Lord. Like, there's already. I told somebody there's there's a mirror. Do you yeah. understand? Like the, there was one day, like a few years ago, like around the first time when I got saved, and I was like, you know, God, I need to. I want to learn what what is love like mm-hmm. from you, not like what the world says and the standards of it. And and literally, like during like my study time, like he literally had gone. If the person does not mirror who I am with you, that's not where I want you to be with. Mm-hmm. End of. And it's just like, if you place that mirror, right, against who it is, oh my God, I want to marry this man with my mm-hmm. full chest. If you place him, and that's not what he's mirroring, why are you letting somebody who cannot mirror what it is your father is be your husband you're just setting like, yourself up for for a lot of hurt honestly. a lot a lot because like i told somebody like she, like i had like one like a client session and then she was talking about oh like one of her really like her relationship and i'm just like i'm like first of all we all know that most of the things that i teach like first of all the first basis is my faith mm-hmm. right and like how i understand love and all of that right then there's emotional intelligence mm-hmm. do you understand i'm like so now the first question that i want to ask you is like are you um, and I asked that are you a Christian? Because if you're not, then I have to deliver the message in a different way that passes my points across. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? And she's like, Oh yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. So now I can deliver it in this way so that you get what I'm trying to say. I'm like, you're in a relationship with somebody, yeah. I'm like, when you commit sin and all of that, does Jesus Christ shout? Mm. She's like, no. Okay. I'm like when you like literally do all the things you want to do and you mm. go out and you know what this Jesus, I'm not doing a game. 
and you're now going to the world and you probably fornicate and do all of that. Is there like any point that after you do that and you come back? He's like, I'm not doing go away. And Jesus said, I told you. And she's like, No, I'm like, I'm like, do you see the mirror yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. I'm like, the person, I'm like, the person, the person has to die to themselves so much. Yeah. I'm like, I thought men have the heavier burden. Yes, they do. Like the burden is heavy because it's it's literally a life of service. Do you understand? <laughs> like it's two people coming together to actually serve. Yeah. You, and you know, you know the thing. The funny thing is that for you to be able to submit to that kind of love, you need to know it. God bless you. Right now, when you know that love, that love changes you. Right. So now you don't want to do those things yeah. that will hurt the other person. Yeah. So now this yeah. other person is loving you as Christ loved yeah. the church. So now both of you are loving yourselves yeah. sacrificially. Yeah. And it's so see, Barcelona. It's so it's beautiful. Sweet. It's sweet. It's so sweet. <laughs> like I can give up anything for my wife ah, I can give up I can go I can walk through burning coals for her because so you guys you guys, you like, guys just only hear like Jeff when like sorry Josh when Josh is talking about like his wife like on the podcast even where it's in real life <laughs> I, I, I have to express it in real life sometimes like sometimes in conversation Josh I did not ask you about your wife next thing it's enter I'm just like God it's like maybe I'll go and do a marriage because this man is praising my dream like that that's basically it like for the for, for somebody to love you you like for you to know okay this person has the love of Christ you need to know it for yourself yeah and that love is what will restrain the Bible says Paul yeah. said the love of Christ restrains us yeah the love of Christ restrains us so like the love of Christ is not it's what puts you on the right path it's mm-hmm. not like when you make a mistake he mm-hmm. does like he lovingly comes back to you and helps you overcome it yeah. like he provides a way out of it like he yeah. doesn't chastise doesn't bring it back to your members as far as it is from the west that's how fire is taking your sin away from he doesn't remember it so he doesn't bring back this thing literally his messes are new every morning every morning literally they never cease and they're new every morning think about it see the steadfast love is first is steadfast the psalmist is just trying to make you understand how impossible it is to exhaust christ's patience we're talking about somebody that got molested yeah I've I've heard stories of people that have gotten molested by people. Yeah. And that same person yeah. can come and ask for Christ's forgiveness. Christ will change that person. That that person that molests. Yeah. And yeah. then the person needs to pay for what they've done. Yeah. But that person has been and, saved. And this, oh my God, this thing you just said is so important. Because one of the things that I wanted to bring up, like, Jesus forgives you yeah. before you commit the sin. Yeah. But let's not forget that there are earthly consequences for the things that you do. 100%. And people always seem to think that, hey, if God has forgiven me, why am I going to prison for rape? No, my guy, you will go to you prison for to. that rape. You, Did you, you not rape it? You have but to pay the consequences. In heaven, you are not going to jail for it. Yes. There, in heaven, you are already set free. Yes. But are, that's the there thing. Like, there are consequences Like there are, there are consequences that surround the things that you do. You know what people say now? Okay, now, for example, the way I was living my life when I was not saved, I was having sex random yeah right yeah. and if i got AIDS, i will now be like oh god has punished me yeah. no it's my actions that make me go yeah. there were consequences yeah. for what i did yeah. now when i got saved i called all the women that i had cheated and this on. is another thing that i wanted to bring up there's this movie i watched on iroko tv yeah. um, yesterday it's called the x-files yeah where he had married his wife for four four years he couldn't have children now went to mom babala wisha mm. guy told me he has to go around and every single person that he has like slept with or offended mm. the guy made a list and the list was like 50 something people mm-hmm. and it made me remember the story he had told me yeah. like so J- josh had told me how like 
when he got saved, that literally the Holy Spirit that made him call every single person that he had cheated on, that he had slept with, mm-hmm. to apologize. And I'm just like, uh, you know what? And it was actually not only like I had done stuff with people who were not Christians. Mm. I done stuff with people who were Christians. Mm. I done stuff with people who were Muslims, mm. who are atheists. Like mm. I had to call each everyone. and every one of them and apologize in such a way that. Because, slap you <laughs> no, some people, people took a while to forgive me because some people hang up. Yes, yeah. but I called back. I persisted, and finally they did. Because it's not like I needed them to forgive me. Yeah. I needed them to see that I made a mistake, yeah. and this is not this is not God's plan for what a relationship relationship is supposed to be like. Yeah. This is not what God wants for them. So I just needed them to understand that I was really sorry and I was very stupid for what I did. I was wrong, yeah. and most of them did not even know because I was. A very stealth yeah. cheat yeah. and stuff. So no, they don't even know that, that I did not. I don't know. So I could have just left it, and gone, honest, and gone. But I needed to call them up and apologize and let them know that I was really sorry for all I had done and everything. And it was just a thing of me of God loving these people, even if we were not saved, loving to them. the point that He wanted me to apologize, apologize to each and every one of them. Were there, were there times where you like? Did you ever like crying in the middle of this journey? Like how about like if you had cried about like having to make these calls or like I I I basically did not want to because what happened first and foremost was that immediately I got saved I saw the love of God in a monumental way mm. and I realized how He loves every other person mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah. Now me doing these things to those people was doing it to Him. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, broke yeah, my heart. Yeah. Like see. Yeah, that's it. I literally it it took me it took me a while to accept his forgiveness for me doing these things to those people again because mm-hmm. i was like this is like these people it was to you i was doing these things i'm so sorry i he had to make me understand he has forgiven me mm-hmm. but these people but they, have to, they to. have to be able to forgive me too mm-hmm. he has he's, he's the most important person he has forgiven me now if i ask for what i give and they don't forgive me that's on, on them but, but you have to i have to, to i have to come to them yeah. be humble and ask and confess even and people who I could meet face to face, I met them face to face. Um, thankfully, some people that I thought I would never meet, God worked such a way. Some of them were posted to Abuja for the NYC. So I got to meet them. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. And it was such a it was a wonderful thing for to see that um, God loves all of us equally so much. I understood the love of God for me and I understood that this is what he feels for this person. So when I was hurting this person, man. I was hurting God and I could not it didn't sit well with me. I think that one of the things for me has been like when you finally understand love, yeah, there's there's a level of transparency that you cannot choose. Mm. You have to sit at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when people tell me, oh my god, you're so transparent, I'm like, <laughs> take it, take it. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm shy. <laughs> because lying and not being transparent mm. about like especially when you maybe meet somebody new and you're talking to me like especially like when you're single like mm-hmm. meeting someone new and talking to somebody and like i'm so transparent i remember like a particular person like had told me like he's like it is weird how honest you are like literally like i'll tell you this is where i'm at emotionally this is where i'm sitting at this is what i can and cannot do this is what i can offer at this given point in my life because i'm not about to have anybody go and like oh she led me on excuse me sir please <laughs> please jesus loves you okay 
mm-hmm. I have to extend that love yeah. in my honesty yeah. because I don't want anyone to ever think that oh and she was just you know taking me for an emotional ride and you know what this is what makes for a beautiful marriage mm-hmm. like being totally honest and totally being open a- being, being vulnerable like yo this I told you about the couples fellowship we're doing yeah, yeah. and how each of us have to be like we realize that the the first thing we want to do is not talk about things so when we're being vulnerable and open and talking about stuff it fosters you know you know the thing that happens you feel like if you're vulnerable and talking it will make people cringe away from it make people see you and oh this guy went through this no what happens is when you say you've done this, you'll be like, oh, me too. It makes people relate. To exactly. That's one thing that happened to me when I started sharing my testimony about how I overcame. I was struggling with porn, yeah. addiction, and everything. People started relate. Like, people say, oh, this guy is black. Me, I'm great. So I can relate to you. I can yeah. talk to him. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. When I... And I, there's something um, T.D. Jake said a few years ago in one mm. of the sermons that I watched. Mm. And he had said how that anytime that you need to, like, maybe. Um, teach, pour out, be vulnerable, be honest about something. He's like, if you leave that spot of vulnerability, not feeling empty, like not feeling like something has left you, mm-hmm. then you didn't do the work that God sent you to do. Mm-hmm. He's like, you need to be able to do that because he's like, people can relate to similar occurrences. Yeah. But if you come and stand, oh, I want to teach you something, and you teach it from a point of yeah i've never been there i've never done this you know but i know the knowledge let me give it to you. he's like you will never find people that actually want to like be genuinely in that space and mm-hmm. want to learn from you he's like, of course what am i going to learn from somebody who is perfect he doesn't understand if you cannot understand being. my mistakes what what are you teaching me it's like we need to be we need to be really fun and that's one thing i'm grateful about um the pastors that i i i subscribe to the pastors that i'm submitted under to do you understand they don't yeah. paint themselves as perfect yeah. do you understand and yeah. nobody's perfect like yeah. no one is per- do you get it if anybody's perfect they would not need christ yeah do you get yeah. so just being in a place where um we we understand okay i'm not perfect yeah. i've gone through this thing i've gone through what you're going through yeah it's, it's it's so beautiful yeah. such a beautiful thing and just being vulnerable and honest you need to be more honest because the people who are going through stuff and an honesty makes them come out of the cracks yeah. and be open yeah. to you like i always feel like step into the light yes step into the light like one thing i've i've realized like now that i have okay it was the time when i was i traveled right and then i was um working and my devotional structure was suffering because yeah. i did not prioritize well yeah so yeah. i was just working that time i wasn't married yet and then so two weeks in i had not studied the word yeah. i had not prayed yeah. my devotion was was suffering i was yeah. just working working so i was in a hotel like two weeks later i was in i was still in, i was still on my business trip yeah i was in the hotel lights were off there was internet the room was cold everything was dark and the devil now whispered oh watch porn and, watch <laughs> and then because my devotional structure was not there i was considering it and then what stopped in my tracks was wait i have told people that i have been delivered from it was like a year and five months yeah. after i've been delivered yeah. i say i've told people and i've seen people actually be delivered yeah. from my testimony now if i go back and do this thing it means i'm calling god a liar yeah. in the face of these people i will not do that 
And that's what helped me because I had been honest and open with what I had been delivered from, right? It helps me stay delivered. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So it, it puts in checks. Being honest, being open, helping or trying to help other people be it puts checks in you yeah, that yeah. like Paul said, like after I've run this race, I should be cast away. Yeah. After I had given myself and done all these things, me myself now I should be cast away. So mm-hmm. I put my body under subject, subjection. Mm-hmm. I put my thoughts into, into so yeah. all of that. So it's it's really it's really beautiful to be just honest and open. And it builds for a beautiful marriage, marriage. too. And another thing, um, I think next thing that we want to go into is <laughs> love is not chemistry. <laughs> you know what chemistry is? just chemistry is reaction. Chemistry is the beginning of it. Like it's the, okay, this person has me interested. Like, yeah, yes. I'm looking yes, at you. Yeah, yes, exactly. You have my attention now. It's the kickstarter. It's the ki- but it people are getting married ma- from chemistry. chemistry. You cannot. For Christ's sake. I like, saw a statistic. One lawyer put it like it's just February and they're like 4,000 divorce. That. And it's just been one year. I'm like, people feel like you can survive on that mushy feeling in you you cannot sustain a marriage on chemistry my guy like literally chemistry is chemical reaction inside your body oh my god this person is so nice my goodness i want to touch you you cannot you know you know what the people do it's like when you want to build a house then you start from the roof you can't start from the roofy if you want to be you can't you can shop okay this kind of roof i want but then you start from the foundation you start it's building literally that thing and the I roof said, is the last thing that you put it's up the same thing i said about intimacy how like people start from the end and go yes, to the beginning you can try to you start from physical intimacy and, and try to, to you cannot what are we cannot, doing so like it's love not is it. not it's not it's not chemistry Chemistry no. is what will kickstart. Mm-hmm. It's good for you to be there. Mm-hmm. Being attracted to the person you, is important. Good. And it's, it's important. Good. We're yes. not saying all these things I like. But you don't build a marriage based on that. it will not sustain a ma- Like every time, when, every time when I teach, like I always say, take this thing and expand it into 10 years, 10, 15 years. Do you literally feel that this chemical reaction, you're not going to see somebody that's hotter than you? Ah, ah, ah. What are we talking about? Let me let me tell you something happened. I just you know I told you I just traveled. Yeah. For for business for business trip. Yeah. Where I went because my boss has a hotel. Yeah. So I went to go and teach the people on how to do bookings.com and Mm. stuff. So I was there and then the restaurant with this new babe they hired. Mm. She's fine. Do you Mm. understand all of that? And then the temptation. You devil (laughs) still. The devil tried. He doesn't stop trying to. Oh no. Okay. So the temptation came to ah. Okay. Look at just look at her and fantasize about how it would be if oh, you were wow. single and all of that. And I was like, No, I'm not going to do that. And the devil brought the vision that your wife won't know. And all that. I'm like, You seem to forget that the person I love more, Christ, in me, will know. No, you understand? Like, he will know one, two, I'm not going to open the door to first of all, it will be just thoughts. Then later it will be thoughts leading to action. The celibacy podcast. Yes, exactly. Oh my God. exactly. You know what? I was just the day we spoke about the next day I traveled. The <laughs> devil tried this to the next. Do you understand? Like the devil does not stop. Oh my goodness. He does not stop. Ah, no, 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 he no, does no, not no, stop. No, no, no. He does not stop. He does not. There will always be somebody who, at that point, devil tries to make you think, oh, this person is hotter. This person There's is always, this person like, that. and that's the, there will always be somebody finer, somebody there more intelligent, always, somebody there more always, financially accomplished. Like, there will, yes, always, there will be always be somebody. always be somebody. This is where you have to learn that love is a choice. Is a choice. TM, there is that, 
there's that mushy love eh, is the top is the there's beginning the baseline exactly. of that love that the, is the baseline the foundation, the foundation of the mushiness do you know it has to be solidly know? planted let me let me tell you what i understood like is it i love teachable moves the holy spirit because they're very beautiful yeah now he says that he said that it is not love when you have all those mushy feelings mm-hmm. it can't it's not love mm-hmm. love is when the a, a, a opportunity presents itself where love can be shown for example now the opportunity came for me to cheat. My wife will not find out it's in a different state. state Nobody state, will do anything. Nobody, yeah. Nothing will happen. But my love sh- came to the forefront when I did not. That was when love showed itself as love. That was love. Thank you very much. It's not love when it's when an opportunity comes for you not to prove it. When the opportunity comes for you to prove it and you prove that you love, that's when it's love. It's not by saying it, it's not by mouth. Do you understand? It's not by it's not it's not by just saying, okay, I love this Anybody person. No. Can love you with words. When the opportunity comes. They are, and those opportunities will come. Every they will come. That is when you will prove if you love this person or not. Yeah. That's why I do not subscribe to the idea that oh, you can be in love and you cheat. You can still be in love and you cheat the person. No, the, but you cheat on somebody. No, the opportunity came for you to show that you love that person and, and you did not you, show you, it. Do you understand? It's not when everything is going smooth. You guys, we you need think, to start GoFundMe so that every time Josh from on podcast will buy fresh. <laughs> <laughs> You can, and pop, it's, pop. It's, it's not ah, man. people need to understand that that's not love the, like for what happened with Christ now eh? yeah. the opportunity came for him to show that he loved us and he showed and it he abundantly it. well he made it wasn't choice. sweet it wasn't nice if it was sweet would he have said let this cup Compa- pass it wasn't nice it was painful the word excruciating comes from crucifixion mm. like the word excruciating, mm. that word excruciating, it comes, they the coined it from the word crucifixion. That's how painful it was. But he chose it because of love. That's love, man. That is love. Not, oh, this person, I just feel nice. Nothing has happened. Oh, I love you so much. Oh, this movie. No. And you know, like, that's, that's like, that's what is annoying for me. Like, when I go, like, sometimes on Twitter and stuff and somebody wrote, like, oh, that trade. Every, I, I keep referring to this trade because everybody understands how irritating mm. like it irritated the core of who i am it read about oh love is not enough i was married make sure i'm like you took your feelings and married somebody <laughs> and you want to come and type on the just internet you don't understand what love is now you just want to come and type that that it's not enough you don't understand what love is and that's why i keep saying like when you do not understand it and you base it on oh oh my god he bought me flowers not he he bought me me. flowers that he beats me because people every time he bought me flowers i think it's the beat one no (laughs) but like oh he bought me flowers like oh we're going on these dates there is this dress he bought oh my god he knew my size oh i'm so in love with this man he loves me so much Mm. that's not his farm like opportunities will come and that thing that's the thing Life. That phrase of um oh we we I just fell in love, I detest it because when you say fell in love, it means that you made a mistake, falling a mistake. You know what? Like people it means that you were walking on the road and then something was put in front of you and you stumbled. Tripped. See, you people, get up one people, day. People equate falling in love with like if you're falling down the stairs, or it takes it's very easy. Like all it takes is a mistake, inertia, gravity. The stairs will take over everything else. You will fall. It's not, you don't need any you effort. Fall. And when you get to the bottom of that stairs, after the pain of doing small, sure you will stand up. Uh-huh. 
So when you but fall then, in love with somebody and you get to that place at the bottom of the staircase and the pain of your tire, you will know you that you will you know that it's see it's people and that's what people like to do. They like to like okay, I've I've fallen in love, we're in love, so we can get married. You've not understood how the person handles uh, problems, how the person mm-hmm. handles stress you don't understand how the person, person handles conflict conflict you don't understand if the person do you, you don't you've not you've not understood that oh, that's why i'm grateful for how my relationship with my wife happened we were yeah. friends first yeah. and we were friends and we respected each other we got to understand each other because it was not we're not trying to put each other under pressure mm. to oh i need to put my my, my best foot forward all the time because mm. we're dating or we're, mm. We're just friends. And when we're friends, we can't chill. You, you, you come. You, you are friends. You come to my house now. <laughs> do you understand? I'm just chill. I'm not trying to Impressive. because we are friends. Do you understand? And that just creates this respect and understanding and mutual, um, mutual relationship that we both enjoy. Yeah. Do you understand? No, I'm just myself. You're yourself. And I've we have created that environment for us to be ourselves. And it's beautiful because we cannot express who we are yeah. fully yeah. without being judged or without fear of tripping up or anything now that idea is what people that idea of oh i want to be perfect to this person mm. they now get married that perfect then when you not get married you're not relaxed the person now shows who they are and you're like ah who is this person like i even said something one day on twitter like find out how the person who presses toothpaste <laughs> what lie there are some really upsetting things, like things that you didn't know that used to upset you. You are not get married to somebody, you used to press it from the down. Person not come and press it from the middle. If you enter your chest and those be doing you... Or cause the bottom ah! and they use that face too. Oh, God. See, I was telling George Bob that this point that if I can live with my mom successfully, Marriage. That's another thing I need. To, I, I think. I think, I think we need to talk about. We're talking about. Yeah, yeah I think this is something we need to talk about because yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom, yeah. Hi, mommy. Because I know you're gonna listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> my mother is always be like, "Toothpaste will finish. You take it and cut it." Uh-huh. So my mom was, I must use that line, uh-huh. and it used to annoy me. And so I'm like. Why do we have to cut the two? And sometimes there's a new toothpaste day, right in front of the cutting she's doing. And then one day, like I sat and I thought about it, and I'm just like, that's just what she does. And then now when I see my own cut toothpaste, that actually makes me laugh. I'm no longer upset about it. Simple. Because I've gotten to the point where, (laughs) oh, she used to cut toothpaste. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And if you cannot. If you cannot do this, like the, li- the little things, getting married would be a problem. Be a problem. Staying in that marriage would be, be a problem. Like, I was telling just how, like, okay, my mom, like, um, had an accident in the house, right? And, okay, she had tripped and fall- fallen in my room. So, I always, like, for me, it's like, oh, God, this is my fault. This is my fault. And if you hear her talk about it, she'll say it's a lemon that caused me to fall. <laughs> and it's not annoying because... Well, it's not like I did it on purpose. <laughs> it's mistake. <laughs> but she's not going to stop saying that it's a that cost it. And then that's annoying, right? And we can I can gun. But I don't like but at the end of the day, there's already a place of me that forgives my mother before she does something. Mm-hmm. There's already a place of me that I know she's going to call it mm, school go my fault. Oh, it's okay. Sorry, think of it. And this happened because you learned to 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 exist with her you learned to 
enjoy who she and is And at first, for herself. it was not funny when I moved back to Nigeria. At first, oh my God. Mm-hmm. He used to be so big. <laughs> <laughs> Small things, the way that the anger is like the way I'll boil, like I'll f- it feels like somebody has set fire under my boom boom. Like that's how angry I used to be. Like used to God. <sighs> oh, and then apart from the fact that like okay, I had to like me and my mom like sat down, had a conversation, like okay, mommy, like I'm I'm not like two again. I went to like a separate <laughs> country. <laughs> so like sometimes I'm gonna go out and I'll not come back by five PM because I'm growing. I'm in my tw- I cannot be coming home at five p.m. When people are reaching somewhere in this, but that's when the mind is going home. <laughs> we can't do this. Like we need to change. We have to restructure ourselves. I mean, and being able to do that, and coming to the point where, like, now obviously we still we still fight, we still have arguments and stuff like that. Um, I still get my mother upset and she be angry about something. Or say, my you don't used to close the door. <laughs> or eh, hey, that cup he left on you can't carry it. <laughs> and my mother can't. Eh, <laughs> and the times I've told her like mommy is still like, can't be shot every time don't shot it's not good we just want this it's not good <laughs> but like being able to understand that that's why literally I told someone like if I've lived and come on yeah like because you, you... the way I'm like the way I'm conditioned now like it will vex me but I'm not about to come and say eh let's be no. You see the bigger picture. You've learned. Like to see the I lock up because yeah. I always think about it, and even when I'm teaching, I always think about it. I'm like, two weeks from now, this thing is not going to. It's be not going to be. I will probably not even remember. I'll probably be so focused on work and a client or money that I'm looking for that I will not remember this particular instance mm. in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't matter, if I it won't even matter in two days or the next day, if it doesn't, why does it matter? Yeah, and then when okay, when she had fallen, like the accident at home, she had broken her like her arm, mm. fractured her arm, so she can't use one of her arms and it's in, like mm. a POP and all that. And having to like help her like bath and having to like make sure there's like there's food. Mm. I mean, sometimes I don't get it right all the time because sometimes like I'm really late for work or I have to leave early. Even I don't eat. Do you understand? Mm. But like I remember, I was telling just for bed book as I was saying, oh, when it first time I'm like, oh now see no and like, i got to change like times of my session obviously i didn't tell her that because i mean there are things that i could not cancel that i have i have to show up for but then that alone like when i was like grumbling about it i remember like i'd go to pray about it and it's just like and then the way was like what do you think my is <laughs> <laughs> i'm like uh-oh uh-oh you small small uh, small something i want to tell you this i want to tell you this um, yeah. analogy it's like it's Russian actually, but then I'll translate. I don't know if Russian, so I'll do mm. translation anyway. Two porcupines mm-hmm. are freezing, mm-hmm. and you need to stay together to be one. Yeah, and they try to come close to each other, but their sharp exterior pokes them and they move about, move apart, right? When they move apart, they freeze up, but they need to come back together, and that's how they come. The sharp exterior pokes them and they move apart. Yeah. Now, Learning about the sharp exteriors, about the other person you get to get married to, will help you so much that you come together and you learn how to live together, even with those things that you feel like you don't like, you don't want. Yeah. You learn how to be empathetic. You learn how to see the bigger picture. You learn mm-hmm. how to um, to to give room for mistakes, yeah. so you can come together and 
be warm together mm-hmm. do you understand mm-hmm. so that's basically it yeah. that's what like our relationships are for yeah. when i got saved and then i understood oh these things i'm doing are not right i need to change i was still living with my family my sisters four senior sisters and i was understanding okay i need to i had i need to check and make sure i'm not angry i need to yeah. check and make sure oh i'm forgiving mm-hmm. i'm selfless and all mm-hmm. of that and i could learn that because i was living with people yeah. who are people 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 will get people on your nerves do you people. people will always be people yeah. do you understand and i learned how to allow them be people yeah. and overlook a lot of things yeah. and grew and that's how that has helped helped me in yeah. my mind yeah so yeah and i wish i wish jeff was here like so that he could like actually like be actively in the conversation but we can we can um add like his part in yeah when he does record it i think i'll do a, i th- actually think i'll do a second episode i think that works i'll do a second episode with jeff because um so it would be like from seeing, seeing it from two points of views like yeah. from joshua um, who's married and then we see from josh and i and um, from jeff and i who like were both single right and i remember having a conversation with jeff and me and jeff were saying um jeff had tweeted something and said that um oh all of these things you don't even have to get married to get them and i got a dm from somebody who was like oh that she saw that i agreed with jeff that why did i agree with him that you don't have to get married to get what I'm coming. Okay, that okay. what is it that he said that that she doesn't like see why I agreed? So what Jeff had said was like, if we're being honest here, yeah, mm-hmm. people saying, well, I want to get married for companionship, I want to get married for you know ah, for the sex, for righteous sex, and you know and um, get married for couples. Jeff had said how like these things you can do them without marriage, and one of the things I had explained to her is like, what's the criteria to go to heaven? believe in the death and resurrection of jesus christ mm-hmm. have you finished mm-hmm. like did not even say you must carry somebody from Gwagalada <laughs> before no mm-hmm. believe in death and resurrection of jesus christ now if for example there's a woman who believes in death and resurrection of jesus christ but she wants to have a child eh and ah, god me i can't in fact i'm going to do artificial insemination does that mean she's not going to heaven doesn't mean that right doesn't mean that so she has a child mm-hmm. have you so does she need to get married to have the child? No, she doesn't need to get married to her. That's the point that Jeff was trying to make. Mm-hmm. Do you get? If you say, okay, there are Christians who believe in death and resurrection of Jesus Christ that are still struggling with sex, does that mean they'll go to hellfire? No. Ah, no. 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 This is why I'm asking these questions. <laughs> it's because I, I want I want it to be able to like to be understood by yeah. people here. Like right? God is not God is not in a hurry to get you to do like he doesn't want you to do i service. thank you do you understand thank he, you wants, very much. he wants to change you from within from out the, oh so joshua he has dealt, this juice is becoming too he much he has dealt with the sin this is like 12 he has dealt he's de- he has dealt with the sin so much so much that it's not an issue like i don't know anybody that's read my salvation story like yeah when i had those visions of christ yeah. and he was with me in all those times i was yeah. having sex yeah. masturbating the watching hospital. porn and all of that yeah. and the abortion hospital, everything like he did not face those things but when he was done with me those things left the addictions and that's, left. and that's 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 one of the things that i want to expose is that yeah. you can actually be saved believe in the death and resurrection of jesus christ believe that he died for you all of that and still be at the point where you're still struggling with sex mm-hmm. and still struggling with addiction mm-hmm. if you died in that struggle you will go to heaven 
Yes, you don't have to whisper. You will go to heaven, my dear. What's that? That's the gospel. That's the gospel. That's what you. If you, if anybody is listening to me, like that is what you believe. That is that's what your gospel. faith is. That's if you died in the time of that addition, you will go to heaven. Yeah. So for you to now say that, oh, the reason why you want marriage is because you want to have children, my darling, you can believe in that Jesus you believe in and do that thing and still go to heaven. So why do you want marriage? You need to ask yourself this question after you hear this podcast because if you can act and like we already said in the beginning you can fulfill purpose right you can actually have children outside of it you can adopt if you don't do artificial insemination if you oh okay i got sorry i fornicated shall but i'm pregnant like that let me take it like that god will never sanction abortion over you understand and you fornicate you will still go to heaven companionship you can act do you guys realize that you can actually date somebody long term for the next 20 years and never marry them is that not a companion i'm like Let's be real. Like, if if this, I'm not saying that these are wrong things to want marriage. Please don't get me wrong. But if these are the only reasons why you actually want to do marriage, please rethink it. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not the right. It's, it's not, not the right. Exactly. Idea to go into marriage. It's not the right. It's not. You're it's going not to marry right. not to get. <laughs> you're going to not to get. And things, you to this give. Thing. You're going to give. You're going to you give. Understand? So it's going into. Let's say, like for example, like let's say maybe Josh was not married, right? And we're about to get married. If I do not understand like the deep like um basis of love and Josh did, that would be a problem. Do you get mm-hmm. it? It should be a huge it's problem. being married that should not happen. Yes. Do yes, you get yes. because every time that we're married and I show up in that marriage, I will show up to take. Yes. And Joshua will continuously give. Uh-huh. If Joshua is continuously giving, expand it into twelve years. Please. You don't think that this man one day just say, you know what? I think I want to visit my parents in the New York. <laughs> I'll be back in like 12 market years. <laughs> like, if if you understand and your partner doesn't, that's that's don't get married. Don't don't do it before. Like, don't. If both of you have not come to the understanding of Christ's love and understand what it is to give, like look and look, when I say you will die to yourself, you, you will die to your like your desire has now become second place. Do you understand? Yeah. It will continuously be you putting somebody else over yourself. Mm-hmm. And the other person putting you over you. That's why it works. Mm-hmm. Because the other person is putting you over them. You are putting them over you. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you people have both people's interests. At heart, yes. From different perspectives. From different perspectives. Like, you're, I'm not looking out for myself because yeah. she's looking out for me. Yeah. She's not looking out for herself because I'm looking, looking out, out for, for her. her. So it's such a way where there's just so much love and so much like it's just an exclusion like marriage was supposed to mirror that like marriage like me and josh have said before inside podcast is it's friendship that is passionate yeah like that's the only difference like so when you look at it like would if your friend does something now let's say your friends with somebody and they do oh they shouted at you and hey, i'm not talking to you for seven market days what are you doing man? don't you have problems in life me I, i'm looking for money you there are so many things that you should not even be letting upset you. Do you understand? Like, so yeah, like I hope this podcast, this obviously this is episode one, anyways. But I hope like this helps because wanting marriage and Salem had tweeted about it. I can't remember. Let me check if I still have that tweet. But Salem had said um, how he had explained in a tweet how leadership is service. Mm, leadership is in our kingdom leadership is is service and if you do not okay yeah leadership is service men want to be the head of the house so bad because they associate the concept of the head with domination maybe if we understood service more being head would be less desirable and only men who are ready to serve would venture finish like 
only men who are actually ready to serve on the level that they're supposed to should be getting married and only women who understand this level of service and the level of submission that she needs to be submitted to christ first you can't submit to a man who doesn't understand if you submit to a man who thinks that leadership is 2 a.m in case you please go and prepare a bar and a goosey soup you know the, from fact, your you know sleep. the, you know the crazy thing Christ will still love you. Do you understand? But you will suffer like you, a thief. You, you get it. You will suffer like a thief. Oh my goodness. Anyway, like, so like, what, what, like, based on what we said, we're not, we're not actually saying, oh, is you can go on and sin. Yeah, we're not saying, we're not saying, we're not saying, that, we're not saying, we're saying go on and that, do it. As, as a believer, right? Yeah. You don't want to do these things. Yeah. But you find yourself having a mistake and yeah. doing these things. For yeah. example, like, what the Bible calls, this, something the Bible calls godly sorrow yeah. and worldly sorrow yeah. in Second Corinthians 7, I think. It's talking about how <clears throat> God wants you, godly sorrow, right, leads you to repentance. It leads you to God. Yeah. It leads you to Christ. Yeah. Right? Now, worldly sorrow leads you away from Christ. It leads you, yeah. it leads you to feel sorry for yourself, it leads you to feel yeah. pity and all of that. But when you have make a mistake, you feel like I'm not supposed to do this thing. This is not who I am, right? And you go to God and you go to God in repentance. You're not looking forward to doing these things anymore. Do you understand? That's the difference. Once you become a Christian, your heart is changed so much that you don't want to do these things, yeah. even if you make mistakes. Yeah. That's why they're called mistakes, yeah. not I'm, I want to do this thing. This is my life. This yeah. is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And just to end it, like uh, me and Jeff were having a conversation on WhatsApp, and Jeff has said how, like, as much as sex is not advised, if you intend to marry a person, you need to see the person with clear eyes, right? Mm-hmm. That's like if you listen to the celibacy podcast, like we already explained this as well. How like so Jeff had said like before making a decision, like that's why oh don't have sex because you need to be able to see this person for who they are, not through the eyes of oh my god the sex is so good, oh my mm-hmm. god my body feels so. That is why you're not. That's why you're celibate. That's why you're not having sex because you need to make an informed decision. Sex blinds people. Look. Now. Sex As in, you need to make a decision that is going to benefit your life in the sex long sex run. Blind you. So, if you are having sex, like, how are you going to do that? Because there are so many things that people miss because of sex. Do you get? Like, so that is the whole... That's why it's there, like, the celibacy thing. And if you listen to it, I said in the celibacy podcast, where I said, marriage was the container, right? It was the container for the expression of sex in every way that God wants it to be. Because when you get married, I've seen this person, like... Ah, mental emotional all of that like how they are when they struggle stuff like that so now you cannot add sex into it that's fine yeah but if you do it before you see them like it blinds it you from blinds seeing all you. these things because every time totally. that you want to leave it's like but this sex is good shall we? see when you have sex and there's something that's released biologically that yeah. it makes the guy protective over the girl yeah and makes the girl like um kind of kind of for lack of a better word, tied to the guy, want yeah. like kind yeah. of um, connected to yeah. the guy. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah. The guy connected to the girl, like it's biological. So mm. having doing having sex, it clouds your judgment yeah. so much, yeah. and it's not meant to be. Yeah. So that's why you leave sex off the table. All you have to do is talk. Yeah. You go talk, tire, understand each other. So yeah, yeah. so um, understand that we're not saying that you should jump and go and do all these things because oh my god, we said no, please. Mm-mm. Because you say you still go to my beg, help me to help you. As a believer, you don't want to do this. Do you understand? You don't want to understand do that. that that's not what we're saying. Yeah. But understand that, like you wanting to get married, like this should be like the secondary reasons. Yes. For yes. the companionship, or like, this should be secondary, secondary reasons. reasons yeah. They wanted to have righteous sex. That's fine. 
everybody wants to have sex where they can get up in the morning on Sunday morning and can't leave their hands up to Jesus. <laughs> ah, Jesus, thank you. That's fine. Yeah. But these are secondary reasons. Yes. The primary reason for marriage is yes. for you to genuinely, like literally, be tied to somebody that you give everything, everything to. to and provide a platform for them to take flights. Yeah. Finish. And if that's not the primary reason why you want to do it, please rethink. Because you need to be ready for that level of selflessness. Like, yeah. if, like Jeff if said, knew what marriage is, then they won't, they won't. Like, the last thing I'm going to ask Jeff said, marriage is a picture of Christ loving the church. Then, if it's so, think about Jesus and think, of, think about yourself mm-hmm. and then think about Jesus. Then look at his church and him coming and him dying. Then we think marriage yeah. from that. Mm-hmm. Because, look, it's not, it's not easy. Like, do you know what it means to selflessly love somebody for the next 10 years? For the rest of your life. I mean, like, I'm just saying okay, 10 put years it in first. Yeah, put it in perspective. Yeah. 10 years. Then look at selflessly. that in 50. Selflessly. Every Self- day. Every day. Every, every moment day. you wake up, you're thinking about how to better the person's life. And there's something else I wanted to add. So, like Jeff said, they do like a couple's type thing. So, if you want to be part of it, yeah, I'm married though. Mm. Couple, married couple. Please, <laughs> yes. hear me very well. If you want to be part of it, just send Jeff, MJ, Josh. I'm confusing you today. <laughs> Why? It's called Jeff is not here. But send Josh a DM. If you want to be part, you have to be married first. Yes. Thanks, I'm God bless. Yeah. Send Josh a DM and like, he'll see the space yes. to add you in. Or maybe they'll do like a second cycle or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But send him a DM if you want to be part of it. If you have any questions for Josh, you can know his handle on Twitter. <laughs> tagging. But yeah, so we're going to do a second episode with Jeff. And I hope that this podcast is able to shed light. It's able to cause you to think above anything else. And actually relook at your love walk and where you are with that. And be able to do better from your, like from there. Conscious, conscious, conscious decision to love. Mm-hmm. Which is why you need my emotional intelligence class. Yes. <laughs> Look at the plug. Yes. You see that plug there? Yeah, you see I, I just put it inside. Okay. Like through pass. You La- gave yourself through pass and then you, call, you did ah. RC, RC oh, to call the bunch God. of minutes. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> so yeah, um, take courses, take my classes and share, subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Bye guys. Say bye. Bye guys. <laughs> <laughs>